So, um, man, I am I'm excited about today uh, as we prepare. Today I want to prepare our hearts for next Sunday. Next Sunday is our year-end offering. And so today, if you're taking notes, I want to uh, give us a message, message entitled, Sow and Grow. Sow and Grow. And uh, go ahead and join me at 2 Corinthians chapter 9. And um, we'll start at verse start at verse 6 here in a moment. But to give you context, Paul uh, is writing the church in Corinth, and he's encouraging them to um, fulfill their commitment. Uh, they said that they would bring this offering that was going to help uh, the church in Jerusalem that was struggling at the time. So Paul is about to send a, a team of ministers, a team of leaders to Corinth to collect uh, this offering. And he's saying, pretty much fi finish what you said you're going to commit to do um, and, and so, but he goes into this analogy about sowing. Someone say sowing. And uh, I just really want to, want to dive in, uh, here with, with this analogy. It's, it's such a powerful, such a powerful analogy. He says, remember this verse six, second Corinthians chapter nine, verse six. Remember this, a farmer who plants only a few seeds will get a small crop, but the one who plants generously will get a generous crop. You must each decide in your heart how much to give and don't give reluctantly or in response to pressure. He pretty much saying like, if you don't want to give, don't give, like just keep it moving. Right, don't, don't give in response to pressure. Don't feel guilty about it. Just it's okay. You know, but he says this here for God loves a person who gives cheerfully. And this, this is a great promise right here. You need to lean into this. And God will generously provide all you need. Then you will always have everything you need and plenty left over to share with others. There's a lot of present and future implications here in God's word. You have something you can do in the present that's going to bring forth a harvest in the future or a result in the future. So um, I was thinking about this about I'll say about uh, nine or ten years ago, kind of having some self-talk uh, about what I wanted my life to be marked by. And, um, and then once God put Highlight Church on my heart, I started to think about what did I want our church to be marked by. And um, I think when, when life is all over and when people are at your funeral, once again, then they're not going to talk about the cars you owned or the houses you owned or the degrees that you you uh, you received or you earned, rightfully so. None of none of those things are bad. But when people come to your funeral, it's going to be about the impact that you made in their lives. Right, right. They're going to remember you based upon what you gave. And so Paul, Paul is encouraging the church in this spirit. He he's saying, I'm, "I'm sending a team." If you go and read the entire chapter, he's saying, "I'm sending a team. Make sure the offering is ready, because um, I don't want to be embarrassed." And you don't want to be embarrassed. And uh, let's do this thing. The, the church in Jerusalem needs help. Let's finish this thing off. Let's, let's give into what God is doing or attempting to do in Jerusalem. And um, he's talking to an affluent church, a church that really doesn't lack uh, finances. Corinth was in a very affluent region in, in, in Rome. And... Um, a lot of great things happening in Corinth. Synonymous to the DMV, um, you can go on any 
uh, website and research uh, most wealthiest counties in America. And there are going to be a few in Virginia, a few in Maryland, and a few in California that are always in the top 10. So we as a church, we are in a very affluent area. And we don't lack any good thing. You may be jobless now, but I, I, I'd probably argue that it's not because you can't get a job. It's probably because you won't get a job. So there's a lot of opportunities out there. It's just us, us having that willingness to go ahead and work so that God can bring that prosperity into our lives. And so Paul is encouraging this affluent church to sow. And uh, let's define sowing. So to sow is the giving of resources to improve the things that God has called you to. It's the giving of resources to improve the things that God has called us to. I am, uh, many of us are called to our home. So uh, we, we have children, we have a spouse. Uh, many of us are called to our uh, careers, our workplaces. Uh, many of us are called to our church. And so Paul, Paul is saying, remember this, when you're a Christian, it's natural for you to sow. It's natural for you to give your time and your talent. It, it's, it's a God thing. It's a Holy, when you have the Holy Spirit, there's something in you that doesn't just allow you to consume, but, but in whatever you're involved in, you, you make better. You're, you're, you're called to sow in, into that thing. And so for six years, we've participated in our year in annual offering. This year, we're calling it the vision offering. Um, God is, God is doing a lot guys. And, um, I, I, the, the message I was going to preach this week, I say for next week, um, for the offering week, and it's going to be called dream with me. But, um, we had a group in here a few weeks ago called visionaries. These are individuals who, um, give above and beyond the tithe. They give frequently and their, their giving is really pushing our church into the future. Um, and, and so I shared some news with them, but there's a potential update from the news that I shared with them that no, they don't even know about. So they don't even have the latest news. So, so we, we give the offering to push our church forward. Francie, you're smiling about We can celebrate that. There's a, potential, there's a potential something going on because God has some big plans for, for this city as, as, we, as we move forward. And, and I'm like, I'm shaky about it. I'm shaky. And God's like, have faithy. I'm like, but I'm shaky. So you got to have faithy, but I'm shaky because I don't see it right now. I know it's in here, but I don't see it right now. I'm, I'm shaky. So he said, all right, you got to have faithy. All right. So, but, but, but I'll be sharing some of that um, 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 next Sunday. But we, we do that to, to, to uh, move the church forward. And, and every single year, because this is what I want to get into. I got 25 minutes. I got four points to get into. Every single, every single year that we sow, in the next year, there's always growth. There, there's always growth in, in our personal lives. There's always growth in our church. And so I want to encourage you with that for, for this Sunday and next Sunday as you prepare your heart to give. Um, I, I want to encourage us with that. So in order to sow, we need two ingredients. Number one, we need soil. And the soil that Paul is referring to here is the local church. It's the local church. It's, it's where God is doing miracles. It's where God is changing lives. It's where God is strengthening families. It's the local church. It's where we're taught the word of God. It's where we come in and we praise. You know, it's where we encounter Jesus. That's the soil. The seed is our finances and wealth. The seed 
is our finances and our wealth. So we take, we take the seed and we sow it into the soil of the local, the local church. So today I want to give you four pieces of encouragement um, as we prepare for next Sunday. Four pieces of encouragement from this text as we prepare for the vision offering. Y'all ready to go? Yes. All right, all right. So number one, I want to encourage you as you prepare your heart next Sunday, uh, don't cheat yourself. Don't, don't, te- don't cheat yourself. Okay, don't, don't short, short change yourself. Okay. Um, there's a story in the Gospels where Jesus is um, by the temple and he's watching people drop in the offering. And, and, and a lot of people say, well, you know, as long as I give something, right? But God is a God who counts what you give. Because um, he's looking at your capacity to give. Um, so if, man, I, I, need, I, need to, I need to start bringing them in because I, I got to start bringing in my illustrations. I got to bring them back. Um, so, so if you have a, a gallon, you know, pitcher, right, but you only fill it up a few pints or quarts, whatever, y'all in school, I ain't. If you only fill it up a few pints, right, follow me, right, and, and you got all this room left. You could, you could fill it up, but you won't. You have all of that left, but you got like a little eight-ounce cup, and you fill that up. God would rather you give him the eight-ounce cup full than the pitcher that's only about a quarter full. So, so what I'm saying is, is this week, you need to really assess your capacity to give next Sunday. And, and don't cheat yourself. All right, it says this here, Galatians 6, 7. Don't be misled. You cannot mock the justice of God. Here it is. This is important. You will always harvest what you plant. You will, that's a principle of life. That's a principle of the kingdom. You will always receive what you give. That's life. That's life. If you give a little study time, if, if you give a little encouragement, if you give little effort, Right. If you give little to your life, you're going to get little opportunities. You're going to get little progress. You're going to get little connections. You're going to get little trust from God. If you give little in life, not just next Sunday or money or if you give little, you'll get little. So next Sunday, don't don't cheat yourself. Don't cheat yourself in your faith. Don't cheat yourself in your Christian walk. Don't, don't always give your best. Next Sunday is about giving our best, looking at our accounts, praying unto the Lord and saying, God, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my best. Number two, okay, as we prepare, keep your future in mind. Keep your future in mind. All right. Um, so the father of our faith is Abraham. And God was all, whenever God spoke to Abraham, go back and read Genesis. He always spoke to him in future tense, right? I think the Holy Spirit is trying to always get something in us about tomorrow because today can be so heavy, you know? And I know Jesus said, like, don't worry about the things of tomorrow. I mean, you know, I get it, Jesus, but no, listen, like tomorrow, this is what I've come to find out. Tomorrow in, in Christ is always better than today. When you're a Christian, the future is always better than today. So we have to start being future-minded, especially when it comes to the area of sowing our finances in the kingdom of God. So, so Abraham, 
was the father of faith. And he had a son named Isaac. And during Abraham's lifetime, there was a famine in the Middle East. There's a famine in the land. And the Bible says here with Isaac in the next generation, because every generation will, will undergo the same challenges as the previous generation. But how you respond to them is the key. It says this here, Genesis 26, verse 1 says, there was another famine in the land. Guess who controls the weather? Right? Because this famine was due to drought, a lack of water, a lack of rain. Guess who controls the rain? So, so God was very intentional about sending this famine. It says this here. Another famine was in the land in addition to the one that had occurred in Abraham's time. Skip down to verse 12. And Isaac went to Abimelech, king of the Philistines at Gerar. So a little geography here. Okay. So, so, so th- th- this is... Um, this is the land where, where Isaac is. Okay. If he goes south, he'll be in Egypt. What is that famous river in Egypt? The Nile River. All right. So Egypt, Egypt was flourishing, but Egypt represents sin. Egypt represents our, a lifestyle that doesn't need God. At least we like to believe so. Right. So God told him to go to Gerar which is north and it's inland. Guess what, guess what surrounds Gerar? Nothing. Desert. Right? So, so he's going to go further inland, and this is what he's going to do. It says this here, Isaac sowed seed in that land. And in that year, he reaped a hundred times what was sown. The Lord blessed him. Can we put our hands together for that? The famine was due to a drought. No water, which means no crops, which means the animals starve, which means there's no food. So people are dying. In, a, in our current day, a famine would represent a recession or a pandemic or a struggling economy. That's what a famine would represent here. And personally, I, I want to I speak personally because, you, once again, you got to keep the future in mind. Keep your future in mind, when Pastor Kyra and I got married, we committed to tithe. The, the tithe is, is elementary. It's the first step. It's the, it's the elementary. When you give your life to Jesus, next Sunday, I'm tithing. It, I'm going to obey it. I'm going to trust the Lord. He's saved my soul. I'm going to heaven. It's the first thing I do next Sunday after I give my life to Jesus. I tithe. It's elementary. When we got married, we committed our lives to increasing our giving by 0.5% every year that we are married. So we've been married nine years. This year, we're giving the 10%, which belongs to God, the Bible says. But our offering is a running 4.5%. So every other Friday, we give 14.5% to to the house of God. And and, and so this is the deal. But sowing into God's work is about our relationship with God. We don't have to. The, there's nowhere in the Bible where God, you, you're required to or you, you have to. It's, it's about his blessing. It's about his goodness. It's about his, his favor. It's about being saved, being set free, being delivered. So, you know, it's about all these things. And, and as, a, as a couple, we believe in the word of God. We stand on the word of God. And we build our lives on the word of God. So if we read this story about Isaac, we believe it. 
We stand on it, and we want to test God. We want to test God. So for nine years, through recessions, through our own personal crappy finances, through our own struggles, living in the red, through, through, through the struggles with the church, through struggles in nursing, through sickness, through no check coming in this week, anytime we've got something in, we always say, oh, we've been married for this long. Oh, we're going to give 13% of this. Because we look at verses like this and we say it's in God's word. And we're going to honor. And the Bible says this, the Lord blessed him. I don't know about you, but I want to see the blessing of God on my family. I, I want to I see that on my life and on my family. I want to test God with that. I want to test God. This is what I've come to find out. That, 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 that if you would sow this year, your life will grow next year. If you would sow this year. For nine years, we've seen this year over year, our life grows. And not just financially, but, but, but it, it grows in every area. It says this here in 2 Corinthians 9, God gives seed to farmers and provides everyone with food. Here it is. Here it is. Here's the word of, here's the promise of God that you stand on. He will increase, someone say increase, what you have. So you can give even more to those in need. Proverbs eleven twenty four. The world of the generous gets larger and larger. The world of the stingy gets smaller and smaller. We we personally experience, guys. It's it's like a domino effect. It's like a domino effect. We've seen the increase of influence, of platform of opportunity, of places that we've been able to go, of rooms that we've been able to stand in, simply because we sow into the house of God. So some people say, yeah, I, I give 10% to charity. You know, 2% a couple times to my church, 5% to the Red Cross, 7% to Give Tuesday. You know, no, no, no. The 10 belongs in the house of God. And the offering belongs in the house of God. Anything else outside of that, you do what you want to do, but it belongs in the soil of God's house because that's what God blesses. God blesses that. Number three, I want to encourage you as you prepare for next week, attach your joy to the impact of giving. Attach your joy to the impact of giving. Uh, the other day, uh, we, we sat down with Jay. We were, we were having dinner. And I love this because I remember last year, uh, a week before the offering, we said, all right, son, we sent him, we sent him and Judah down because it's a generational thing. Uh, I also want my boys to sit their daughters and sons down and to talk to their kids about what, what they're going to give. It's a, God's a generational God. I want the blessing on their life as well. So we sat down two days ago, and I asked him, all right, son, uh, we're a week away from the offering. How are you processing through? What, 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 I say, you don't have to tell me an amount, but how are you processing through that? What are you giving next Sunday? And um, I remember last year, his answer was, I'm giving all my money. I'm giving everything away. That's in my piggy bank. I think it was a lot of money in there. Yeah, more money to me <laughs> a week prior to offering. <laughs> now, I got to check. This week, you probably got more money than me now. So let me borrow some of your offering. No. Um, <laughs> They won't know. I'll just tell them we go pray. <laughs> um, 
But he said, someone said, wow, don't take that to heart. Chill out. Because <laughs> y'all going to leave here talking about me bad. I knew it. You ain't, you ain't know nothing. All right, so. No, he, he, he <laughs> dang it, I was doing so well. 20 minutes, I was sharp, behaving. All right, anyway, back to it. Come close me out, Jason. Help me out. I need a spiritual moment, spiritual moment. Spiritualize it. But, but this year, he said, he said I'm going to give most of what I have. And I think the, the joy that really filled my heart in the moment there at the table was, was that my, my teenager's finances are going to be impacting someone's life. My son's giving is going to impact so many people. Jesus said this in Luke 16, use your worldly resources. These are the words of Christ. Lean into this to benefit others and make friends. Then when your possessions are gone, because we can't take any of it to heaven. Then when your possessions are gone, they will welcome you into an eternal home. And, and so this is the takeaway, okay? Many people will make it into heaven as a result of your sowing. This is what Jesus is saying. Many, if you ever question the, the impact of your dollar, right? You may have not invested into cancer research or all those things are important. They're, they're amazing. But, but everything pales in comparison to getting someone to heaven, so, so many people will make it into heaven as a result of your sowing. And let me encourage you as you prepare for next week. Every dollar heals a marriage. Every dollar you give heals a marriage. I think about this wonderful couple. Can we put, if you know these two, can we put our hands together for this wonderful couple? An amazing couple. They've been with us since 2017. And Jerry started coming and she was praying for her marriage. And, um... And Anthony came, and they both gave their lives to Jesus in 2017. And they have two beautiful children. Amari is over here on the front row. Come on. You put our hands together for Amari. And their beautiful Psalm Dom. I mean, just a beautiful family. But Andrea was praying, and, and they're some of our greatest leaders. God healed that marriage. Amari is a leader. They were on the brink of divorce. But, but we kept opening up church at Shady Grove. And we kept praying and we kept preaching and we kept loving on that family. And now they're together. Let me encourage you with this. Every dollar impacts a generation. Every dollar impacts a generation. What picture we got there? Let me see. I'm sorry. It's amazing. Look at that smile. It, it impacts a generation. We, we, every dollar builds a home. It builds a home. It builds a home. Is that, um, is that her? Yes, yes, babe. You told me her name means hope. Right. The, Joelle said in the video that the doctors gave her no hope. But I think that's her name there. And you said in Spanish, her name means hope. And so every dollar you built that home with your giving, you, you're building homes all across the world. Right. Every dollar gives hope. How about flourishing yesterday again, ladies? Can we celebrate that one more time? It gives hope. Man, so many tears in this place. We were swimming in tears in here yesterday. Get the vacuum. Get all the tears out so much emotions and the Lord was moving so powerfully in this place man it gives hope I had so many great conversations with ladies about oh my god I'm so healed and I'm strengthened and I, I, this is what I need every dollar gives hope every dollar inspires vision it inspires vision this young man come on Jeremiah everybody it inspires vision 
This young man gave me the biggest hug last week and said, Pastor, I'm so thankful for this church. I got vision now for my life. I never had vision in my life. I didn't have a future until I came to this church. Come on, everybody. Come on, everybody. Jeremiah. And then number four, this fourth piece of encouragement. Every dollar and more will return into your life. Every dollar and more will return into your life. I stand on, as, as I stand on God's word. And more, not just the money, guys, but, but they're going to be, the, the Bible says in Malachi, God said through the prophet Malachi that when, when you tithe, he, he said, come on, Francie, I, I gave you that, that clarity on that verse. He says, bring the whole tithe to the storehouse. And when you do, I will pour out a blessing. A, someone say a. So every time you tithe, there's a blessing on the way. There's a blessing. And there's an open heaven over your life. And, and, and those blessings come in different forms, y'all. They, co- they come in different forms. Jesus says this in Luke 6. He says, give and you will receive. I stand on this. And your gift will return. Someone say return. return. To you in full. Pressed down, shaken together to make room for more. Running over, poured into your lap. Here it is. The amount you give will determine the amount you get back. Can it get any more clear than that? It's nothing deep about this. It's just saying, wow, God, you've, you've been good to me. And, and I'm going to come next week ready to express that gratitude and that faith in a tangible way next Sunday. I'm, I'm coming next Sunday ready to express that. So I, I have here in hand the, the vision offering envelope. I like these cool designs, right? The future of our church. Big news next week, guys. Big news. And I, I need us to be ready to push the vision of the church for. So I want to encourage you with three things for next week, okay? Number one, write these down. They won't come up on the screen. I want you to pray. I want you to pray want to encourage you to ask the Lord and have a true heart-to-heart with your spouse. And, and even before you pray, do some inventory. You need to reflect on this year. Some of you were here last year, and you gave in the Moving Forward offering. Now reflect on 2022. Don't just say, okay, we're doing it because it's, you know, we do it. No, like, reflect. You, you prayed for that child God gave you prayed for that job, he opened. You prayed for the healing, he blessed you. That, that's the windows of heaven, right? A blessing. Every time you tithe in the past, he gave you a blessing in 2022. The offering that you gave in 2021, your, your home, your first home, your, your first apartment, your, your degree, whatever it was, what, you got to reflect before y'all even pray. Reflect first. Because if you don't reflect you're going to treat next Sunday as just another religious thing that we do. And you're going to miss the whole point. And you're going to miss the blessing of what God is trying to do in your life in 2023. After we just read the word of God, don't miss it. So reflect, then pray. Number two, partic- um, prepare. I want to encourage you to prepare. Prepare. 
I remember our uh, 2020 offering. A young, uh, I was, uh, it was in the middle of the week. I think I was on the way out to my car. A young lady brought her offering on a Tuesday. So this was uh, two days after the offering. And she said, Pastor, I'm, I'm so sorry, but he, he, here's my offering. She said, the reason I didn't give on Sunday was because the Holy Spirit told me you need to pull from different accounts. This is the amount I'm telling you to give. You need to pull this from retirement. You need to pull from here. You need to pull from here. Give this amount, and I'm going to bless it. And so she took her time. Even though she didn't give on offering Sunday, she gave her best offering on Tuesday. I want to encourage you to prepare. I've taught this for six years. You can't outgive God. There's nothing you have that God needs. God's not in heaven like, man, I wish I could finish that Golden Gate on Jesus Avenue over there. If they just gave that offering next Sunday, we could, we could finish that project. There's nothing you have that God needs. But he has everything that we need. So I want you to prepare and, and, and whatever God puts on, and then be ready to participate. Number three, give big. We got more lives to change. We got more cities to reach. We got more youth to impact. Bring your best offering to the Lord next week. Can we put our hands together? Come on, everybody. Come on, let's celebrate this. We can do a little bit better than that. You ought to get excited about this stuff. Because if you sow this year, Every year, year to year, increase. I pray for increase. Let me pray over you. Let me pray increase over your life as you prepare. Father, I thank you so much for your children, God. I pray, Lord, that you would meet them this week as they, as they prepare, Lord, as they prepare to bring the offering. And, Lord, may they attach this seed of faith next week to a prayer. Lord, you're going to move in 2023. And I declare favor over their lives, breakthrough, healing. I declare that 2023 is going to be unlike any other year in their lives. Lord, we love you today. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you all so much. Love you.